Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself, back from his holiday. How you doing, Pete? What's going on? <laughs> I'm back from my holiday. I was actually back last week, so we could, could record last uh, week, but uh, Chris uh, did a wonderful podcast uh, with uh, Premier... It's a Premier 1 or Premier 2? Why, 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 why am I changing his handle? Premier 1? No, Premier 2. Premier 2, Pete, isn't it? Premier two. Premier uh, two. He's not going to be happy. Sorry, that you didn't Pete. Know that. He is wonderful, and I uh, very much enjoyed that Twitch uh, stream you did, where you streamed Cyberpunk twenty whatever the fuck it is uh, on the PlayStation <laughs> Five uh, while you played the game, Pete. Uh, does all of the charismatic badinage uh, and you constantly complain about Pete not getting you a, a, a PlayStation <laughs> Five? I've heard you demand a PlayStation Five from a man from the americas uh about five <laughs> times in in a week uh, i think it's fair to say yeah, i think we all have to be fair he he promised it though he was like okay. oh yeah dude i'll get you a playstation no problem <laughs> didn't do it if he hadn't <laughs> promised it if he hadn't like raised the bar of expectation to this point it would never have been an issue for right. it would have been it would have okay. been all right if you said to me oh chris i'll get you a playstation i don't know why you sound like that i, I don't know if, if you was, said if like i was that, saying it like that you would know that i was taking <laughs> the absolute p <laughs> but if you went oh, i'll get you a playstation yeah. don't worry about it and i was like oh wow that's great man thanks thank you so much you're <laughs> what a great friend you are. and then you just didn't deliver for 12 months <laughs> yeah i think i'd be a little bit pissed about that there yeah. but no good credit to pete it was a good stream we did it for like nine hours straight the Bloody longest hell. stream i think i've ever done and i i don't know how streamers stream that long mm. how you can be enthusiastic for more than like 20 minutes in front of a camera yeah but it was good fun if anyone can do and, it, um, Pete can do it. He's very, he's very, very good and very, very charismatic, very, very excitable as well. It's, uh, it's really good. And thank you to uh, Pete for filling in for me last week as well. It's the power of ADHD. <laughs> if, if you've got ADHD, get yourself te- become a streamer. Basically, channel right. that energy into. Oh, has he actually got ADHD? Productive. That makes oh, okay. Oh god, right, yeah. So, oh <laughs> yeah. Legal speed, baby. So you get your legal exactly. speed. We can hardly <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was good to uh, it was good to finally play Cyberpunk well after all this time and yeah, uh, yeah it's not a bad game it was a bit awkward like uh, CD Projekt Red not half the developers and the like the, the head of marketing was like watching us stream it uh, and it was oh, like really? I wow. don't want to be too mean I don't want to be too mean about the game while they were watching I think I was pretty pretty fair in my criticism my criticism was that the game was great the story was interesting the world was very enriching and wonderful but it had a bit of a look but don't touch kind of feel to it like you'd go in like shops and 
like corridors and stuff, but you couldn't really interact with people and you couldn't really interact in the world in certain ways. And that was my main criticism. Chris, um, Chris, 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 you have no respect for game design. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and, it's and that's much, fair enough. It's too, games have become too big and too impossible to make. They, they people just, you know, you do expect too much because you promise. There's loads mm. of like uh, people who've restored, uh, go through all the the um, the data that you download when you download on Steam or Origin or whatever. How the hell you, have, how, mm. however the hell you get the, the, the game on PC, and they've kind of restored uh, stuff that was removed uh, by CD Projekt Red. Um, so they restored um, things that were promised, kind of half programmed and stuff, and and put them in the game. Um, and like that's how kind car, of games right? find it. Like, yeah, well, yeah, the flying car. I don't think that was ever part of the part of the plan. But uh, things like shooting from cars and stuff like that, it's, it was something mm-hmm. you can't do in the game. But I think um, I, was, I was just surprised that you managed to get away with streaming it because a lot of that... Uh, a lot of that game is absolutely grotty. <laughs> Absolute willies and bums <laughs> and titty, titty car cars all over the place, all over the gaff. We... Well, there's an option, actually, because streaming is such a big deal these days. There's yeah. an option where you can go in and make it, like, tone it down. There's right, a button you press, okay. and it gets rid of all the copyright music, and it gets rid of all the nudity, and makes it, like, puts it in a place where you can stream it. So um, somebody would have had so. to have gone through, every, basically just got the hard drive <laughs> full of textures and redrawn and modified all of the all of the grot, the Mary White House, the Tipper Gore of uh, video <laughs> games, just goes around and just. There must be like a little cottage industry of uh, of agencies who, if you're a, 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 a video game producer, you can sort of send all of your textures to uh, people who do this sort of thing, and they're kind of like the new Puritans mm. who who make all of the games safe for streaming. If you've got a lot of grot in your game. <laughs> well, I mean, it was st- it was still pretty sketchy. Like, yeah. there's one scene in the game where we were like sitting talking to a character, and there's just like a pole dancer, like a half nude pole yeah. dancer, just dancing around. Uh, great game, love well, it. I, well, I, I, I came, on, <laughs> I, I, I sort of dipped out to uh, make make the dogs breakfast, uh, and I came back, and you were cradling a dead, almost naked woman. Um, in, and and, and I, don't know, I don't know where you and Pete found him in, 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 in Tokyo, but in the game, you were just driving around. But, oh, God. Oh, my but God. Doom. But good fun, though. Good fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Glad well, I finally got to do it. I mean, we couldn't have picked the worst uh, week to um, pre, pre-load, pre-record uh, a, a, a two shows with, with, with a Premier 2P mm. um, in, in the week that obviously when uh, Shinzo Abe uh, was, uh, was, was, was shot in the street, was, was murdered in the street. Um, obviously a big, a big story in Japan and, uh, and the wider world and uh, it's, uh, it's been pretty huge. What's been the reaction like in, 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 in uh, Tokyo, in Sendai, just like that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. I did make a video on it on the mm. day just because it was there was so much misinformation going around. And I, it was well, it was such a big story, and I tried to like get all the information together, get the videos of what happened, and try and give a objective summary of the day's events um, mm. and how he was shot because it was it's it was surprisingly easy to assassinate the former prime minister of Japan. If you look at videos of it, he's just standing on a podium in front of a a crowd, very close to the crowd, a guy that like. To the rear of Shinzo Abe, he was just standing by a road, a little street, yeah. and there was like no protection from the rear. Guy walks over the road with a shotgun that he had made, fired two shots, and uh, the second shot hit him, struck him in the neck and the chest, I think, and uh, and that was it. And you know, there was a story today that came out that uh, uh, in those two point five seconds between the first shot and the second shot, they could have saved him. Like his his guys could have got in the way. 
the, the security could have got in the way. They could have taken down the guy. He could have done something. But uh, there's lots of, you know, because Japan, there, was, there isn't that much gun crime. I think there was just kind of disbelief, really. And just yeah. everyone just thought, oh, it must have been a balloon popping or something. But if you watch the video, you can see a video. It's pretty uh, bad where the, there's the first shot. And then everyone just sort of stops and, uh, you know, even Shinzo Abe turns around. He's like, oh, what was that? Yeah. And then the second shot comes, but... I think, I think, I think, you know, I said it, I said it before the podcast. If you, if you need to know how topsy turvy and strange sort of Japan is, like the he is Shinzo Abe, you know, seconds from his death, he's speaking into a microphone with a little kind of uh, protective doily over the top of the microphone so that he doesn't get COVID or or he doesn't give COVID to anyone else. If you need to know, like where you know priorities are and, and how kind of. Um, how blindsided mm. they can be uh, with stuff like this, and and, and prioritize other things. Um, with the uh, it, it, it was stark how long it took before the second shot from an improvised weapon, which is obviously not as accurate as a as a professional piece of piece piece of weaponry. You would assume um, the guy, one of the guys, does get one of those um, chintzy little um, bulletproof. Uh, um, bulletproof uh, cases up doesn't he and and, and i think it, it, it does absorb yeah. one of the one of the bullets or one of the uh one of the one of the one of the pellets or however it was however the 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 the, the blow was administered but it's just um yeah i mean it, it it they didn't look particularly well organized but you can kind of give them a little bit of a pass because japan is just so safe and these things really really don't happen very mm. often and fucking hell like he had to make his own gun to make it happen. It's not like it's, you know, it's 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 difficult to come across um, weaponry and firepower. So it's mm, uh, mm. yeah, it's 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 an astonish. It was an astonishing attack, and uh, these things really don't happen that, that, that often. They really don't. Well, I think the motive for it happening was equally sort of bizarre and puzzling. It was a guy called Tetsuya Yamagami, forty-one-year-old mm. uh, dude, I think, living in uh, in the city of Nara. And uh, his mum had given lots of money to a church, a kind of controversial church, not a very good church, called the, the Church of Unification. Uh, it started in South Korea, right? And if you look into this church, you will not believe how insane it is. It is proper bonkers, uh, like this church in the background and how they managed to infiltrate sort of every level of government in both the US and Japan mm. uh, through very clever political ties and donations. But anyway, this guy, um, Yamagami, he, uh, his mum gave like all their money to the church, ruining his life, and he kind of lost his mind a bit. And uh, from there, right. that's when he hatched the plan to shoot Shinzo Abe. I think the reason he took it out on uh, Shinzo Abe, it's reported that uh, about a year ago, uh, 2021, Abe gave a speech uh, as part of the Unification Church's like promotion PR, right? Right. Okay. And so he felt that Abe must be involved, and uh, you know it would send a signal to the church doing it. Completely bonkers, um, but yeah, really quite it's an insane chain of events, and still kind of shocking. It's still kind of very odd to think that he's gone after all this time. I mean, for the entirety of my time in Japan. Shinzo Abe has been the ruler. He's been the guy calling the shots. And even mm. though he stepped down a year ago, he's still kind of been running things in in some way, shape or form. Um, he's still sort of been mm. running things behind the scenes. And uh, sorry, I said a year ago, it was two years ago. Um, but it, what's interesting is he's always been a very polarizing figure. And uh, most Japanese people that I speak to aren't overly... They didn't overly like him, a lot of people I spoke to. And yet they've all sort of, everyone in Japan sort of come together 
and uh, the criticism of Abe has sort of gone. Uh, and people that didn't like him have sort of said, well, you know, what's happened is a tragedy and uh, I think it's really bad what happened. And there's not been that many kind of people that are like, yeah, he deserved it. Whereas from the foreign community uh, and foreigners in general, there's been a lot more like, oh, yeah, he deserved it. Like when I did a video about it, which I've taken down now because YouTube absolutely penalized the hell out of it because I showed too much stuff, basically, even though I tried to censor everything. Got a bit got flagged the system um, but there was a lot of comments like oh yeah he deserved it he's super right wing he's this he's that and while he's you know we've talked about him over the years for all the stuff he's done there's a lot of shady stuff that he's done not so great stuff no one deserves to go like that and uh you're, you're I, I feel gonna, like if, you know, if you've if you've had that um career in politics um you're always going to be a target and you just hope that the security services yeah, can, yeah. can do their job when 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 um when required um but like you say, I mean, it's 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 a very he had a, he had a particular reputation in, in in the West. I think it's fair to say of, of those who were even interested in 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 what Japan's politics is. But uh, it's uh, yeah, still sad when a, when a man uh, loses life at uh, in in that manner. Um, no, nobody should go like that, really, should they? <clears throat> and still pretty young into his career well by the standards of japanese politicians anyway <laughs> i think he was 67 and yeah. uh, most japanese politicians live to 150 but uh yeah that's the that's the the end of shinzo Abe. that's the end of that bit like we've talked about him so much over the years on this podcast uh so never again anyone who's in anyone who's in politics that that length of time and is that successful cast a long shadow because you know the the japanese um uh, uh, his position it's just kind of like a bit of a job share isn't it really you just get you get a new one every year don't you? it's like a vending machine um but he uh, an excellent japanese vending machine but at that but yeah he he it, it's rare that someone is able to uh, to continue in that role for such a long time because it just doesn't happen out there does it mm mm and that's the longest running prime minister as well. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's the end of Shinzo Abe's reign. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how this affects Japanese politics going forward and yeah. and how this changes Japan. Um, I think there's a, I, you know, I've heard some people sort of say that Japan is sort of in a, a dark place right now. I think it's come at a bad time, especially because the cost of living is, is not so good here. Mm. The yen is just worthless at this point. Which is causing all sorts of issues. Yeah. If only they would open the doors to tourists with all their money. <laughs> you know, there's another wave of COVID here at the moment. Um, more cases than in recent times, and it's just like, oh, would it really make that much difference letting in foreign tourists? They're still vetted. They still have to take COVID tests. Would it make much difference? Probably not. But you'd get lots of money and take advantage of a very weak yen. Honestly, but it just ah <clears throat> uh, oh, nightmare. Yeah, it's, it was always going to be rolled back at the f- first sign of of trouble, and then if they're moving it back to September, then you're in a situation where you're heading towards oh. Christmas as the as the rates uh, pop up. And I, 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 you know what, I was like kind of because you and uh, Premier Two Pete and, and a couple of others, Ian, I think I saw in the picture, um, you all went to my favourite bar, Bar Rockaholic, um, and I follow Bar Rockaholic on uh, Twitter, and there's like um, mm. a video of their entry policy, how to you know wash your hands, uh, disinfect and stuff and sit like what was it like in bar rockaholic my favorite bar um lots of plastic screens was it all kind of just you know staff and 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 punters kind of separated or was it kind of quite free form i have a confession even though we sent you a video outside you You didn't even go in (laughs) grow up we we just wanted to spite you playing with my emotions 
we actually went to a, a, another bar, a much better bar around the corner that did better varieties of beer. What, that shitty jazz <laughs> bar around the corner? Rubbish. <laughs> it's a load of rubbish, that. But I'll go. I will go. I will go now. You've made me Grow feel up. guilty. I will go into Bar Rockaholic. Yeah, in. unbelievable. I, God, I basically I, just sent I, Pete a photo <laughs> of us outside of Bar Rockaholic, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, made it look like we'd gone in when we hadn't. I cannot imagine how horrific. Uh, what's that one on the car? Uh, gas panic. I can't imagine what their COVID <laughs> policy is. It's just like I mean, you're going to get it. You're going to get it if it's in there. You're going to get it. <laughs> you most certainly are. I, that air is probably ninety percent COVID. <laughs> anyway, we got a story this week from Lisa in Seattle. Uh, hi, Chris and Pete. In September of 2019, I went with a coworker to Tokyo for work, and we had Ooh. a great time. But the night before we were due to fly back to Seattle, they reported a typhoon was expected. All we saw were restaurants closing early, not really anyone making a big deal out of it. Even the news didn't seem overly concerned. It was uh, If this was the US, they would have been freaking out. I just had to rely on getting info from my husband via text from the US telling me he could find out because it didn't seem like a big deal to people in Japan. The middle of the night, I woke up and heard the wind howling and the rain and wind pounding on the windows which made me uh, go sleep in the bathroom because I was convinced the glass would shatter. Luckily, that didn't happen. In the morning, the storm was over. The hotel concierge called my room to say the bus to the airport was cancelled. That was all. So my co-worker and I got in a taxi with plenty of time to head to the airport. Nobody stopped us or anything. We ended up in the taxi for 11 and a half hours. What? <laughs> what? We could not get to the airport. The roads were backed up. Flights were cancelled. It was an absolute disaster. Even our taxi driver, who didn't speak English, eventually got a friend on the phone to tell us in English the driver had a heart issue, oh my God, and needed to go back home to get his medication in Tokyo. Let's face it, that's an obvious lie. He just wanted to get out of the situation. Uh, But my question to you, my question to you is why would nobody at the hotel just tell us, no, don't go to the airport, it's a mess, or why wouldn't the driver stop us? For some reason, nobody in Japan wanted to stop us from going down this path, which was completely futile. We did end up rebooking our flight for a couple of days after. Uh, I had an amazing time in Japan, though, and uh, I can't wait to go back. Love the show, guys. All the best. Lisa in Seattle. <laughs> what do you make of that, Pete? <laughs> so, I'm so Japan sick that I just want uh, to sit in a little cab with an old block driving around with his little tray where you put the money in and the signs, the endless signs and adverts and, and the little doilies on the back of the of the, of the of the taxi. I just want to be there, even if it is 11 and a half hours. I mean, good God, he's got heart issues and he's got to go back to get the bloody heart medicine. Lordy. I wonder, I wonder if he did. I reckon after 11 hours, he was like, fuck this. I'm he should have done it earlier. Money. He should have done it bloody yeah. earlier. Good God. That is a bit odd. That's hilarious. But then again, taxi drivers do smoke like chimneys, so he probably did have heart issues. But <laughs> I, I was in yeah. a taxi the other day, actually. This guy was just off his rockers. He was just, mm. when he saw that I was foreign, he hit the roof and he started like talking about all his favourite British bands. And I was really tired because it was just after the nine-hour cyberpunk stream. I was dead. I was dead. <laughs> and he just went on about the Beatles and various other bands from the UK in the right. 60s for like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, God, no, not now. <laughs> not today, of all days. But uh, I think, uh, you know, people in Japan are quite polite, but that can manifest itself in being too indirect and not yeah. saying anything. People just like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. Don't want to 
can't be bothered to people don't like to get involved problems. do they it's because i would yeah, i would yeah. say that as like i if i was in that situation and i was the concierge i would be mm. like oh well maybe they've got other plans you know maybe they're not got the airport maybe they i don't want to get involved there was a uh, <laughs> there was a bloke around the corner f- about two months ago and he was outside and he's crying uh with his partner uh, and they were having a tender moment. I don't know, need, need to bring this down so hard, but they were having a tender moment. I think their their dog was on the floor, and I think the dog was was not long for this world. I don't know if they'd been hit by a car or whatever. Right. And I really wanted to pat them on the back and go, is there anything I can do? But I just did. But there's something I saw where that is such a tender moment that I have no, I can't help, I can't change mm. this for them. I can't uh, modify this in any way. I can't. I cannot lend a hand because everything is in hand and they are crying and they're having a terrible time and they're, and but they're doing it in a very public place and I really want and every time I walk past the house I really want to say I, and I, I've not seen the guy since I really want to say I hope you guys are okay <laughs> blah 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 but it, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it for fucking ages so it's gone on too long so I can't bring up something that happened like six months ago going Jeremy you're a dead dog oh it was sad wasn't it I, don't, I can't do oh, that God. So I've got, but I'm so fucking paralyzed by my awkwardness but also like but I want to do the nice things but I'm also paralyzed by, it's a miracle anyone likes me because I'm so <laughs> paralyzed by not wanting to get involved and when I sort of see Japanese people do that I always sort of go yeah I kind of get that I kind of get that <laughs> don't get I mean, involved it's quintessentially British I don't know <laughs> <laughs> or is it quintessentially Pete yeah maybe you're just maybe. too you're too nice yeah. your own good Pete too nice but uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I, I must say, have you ever experienced a typhoon in Japan? No, no. I imagine it. That was a very long, pretty windy. <laughs> have I? No, I've, I've no. I've witnessed some pretty chunky weather in uh, Korea, but other than that, not really. Mm. No. I mean, they're pretty brutal typhoons, but they yeah. usually. I don't know why they always come at night, so you can just sort of sleep through it. It does sound yeah. like the windows are going to implode and. <laughs> If you're in a like a traditional inn, as I always seem to be, whenever they hit, they hit. Yeah. Like all the, the the panels and all the sliding doors just rattle like crazy, you know. But other than that, they're pretty fine. Wouldn't want to fly in one. Wouldn't want to fly in one until this really good footage of uh, a typhoon two or three years ago, and all planes just coming into land at Kansai Airport in Osaka, Ooh. and the planes just look like they're being tossed all over the place. <laughs> really dicey. My worst nightmare, honestly. But no, uh, don't like that. Do not like that. But 12 Hours in a Taxi could be a good film, could mm. be a good story. There you go. <laughs> for just for the Bronze Band podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do the next episode of The Taxi. Yeah. Um, we've got a story this week. Um, I've We did have a story uh, about a girl who got buggered. Um, Whoa, steady. <laughs> Whoa. It's important Whoa. to say. <laughs> that means told off. Told right. off. Told for, off. Right, okay. For I mean, doing something it, it with legally doesn't. I mean, it, does, it just doesn't. So she groomed her eyebrows. She got removed from class for three days for simply plucking a couple of eye la- eyebrows out of her out of her brow um and and the school got very upset with her and she uh gave uh, and they gave her beshito toko separate room schooling a form of disciplining in japanese schools where students have to sit alone and think about their eyebrows for a few days <laughs> that is such a, a non-story i've got i've got a much better story got a much All better right, story well, than a girl getting told off bring it touching her eyebrows what is it with japanese schools why are they so ridiculous remember no. i had a story like a year ago where it was like a, 
a girl dyed her hair brown and they were like, <gasps> what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> come off it. Oh, it's the 21st century, but not here. Uh, uh, there's a story at the moment, right? This monkey, you, this is a Pete Donaldson story through and through. There's a yeah. monkey on the loose injuring 12, sorry, 14 people have been injured by this monkey in the last yes. 10 days on the come loose on. in Yamaguchi Prefecture, right? Um, the story says, uh, uh, police in the western Japanese city of Yamaguchi, uh, or the western prefecture of Yamaguchi, on the lookout for a monkey that's injured 14 locals in 10 days. In one incident, right, this monkey opened a screen door of a first floor apartment <laughs> uh, at 6.50 in the morning, the last oh, thing you need, and it scratched the left leg of a four-year-old girl in the room, inflicting minor injuries. The monkey Lordy. also attacked five other people randomly around the apartment, biting their bodies, including their necks and stomachs. Bloody hell! According to Yamaguchi police, uh, a string of people have been scratched or bitten by the monkey since July 8th, with the total rising to 14 people on July 17th. Police are concentrating patrols in the area where the animal has been spotted. Imagine that. 6.50 in the morning, you know, you're 10 minutes out from your alarm clock going off to get your ready breath and go to school. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's a monkey biting your leg off. What's going on there? <laughs> keep, it, keep the door shut. Yeah. Keep the window I, shut. If I knew that there was a monkey on the loose that like biting bodies, I'd keep my bodies away from the monkey, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, how would you? I mean, you're an expert of uh, uh, monkeys, yeah, right. monkeyologist. Is, yeah. there, is there a word for someone who's an expert in, in monkeys? Oh, I don't know. Probably just a Mon- monkey, a monkey man. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just do not know. Monkeyologist. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, how would you? How would you capture this monkey? How would you stop them in their tracks? What would you do? Uh, I would <clears throat> sit them down and explain to them that uh, what they're doing is horrific and they need to buck up their ideas else she, they're going to get a bugger in. Uh, <laughs> Chris Broad is going to give them a bugger in. So watch out, yeah? <laughs> so Remember what happened to Harambe? To told off. He's done. Remember <laughs> oh, what happened? No. <laughs> I would strap him to a chair like Clockwork Orange and make him watch peaceful videos and films about war. Remember that in Clockwork Orange? <laughs> yes. Where he makes him watch nuclear explosions and stuff. Yeah. I'd do that. I don't know. I hope they capture the monkey. I hope the monkey survives despite his misdemeanours and biting and scratching it would be a sad end to the story. Maybe they need monkey busters. Remember the girl, the, the I say girls, the elderly women in like Fukui Prefecture that bought lots of BB guns to shoot the monkeys that were invading their farms like a year or two ago. Uh, okay, Bring them down. Yeah. Get them down. <laughs> yeah, the mamas. The mamas were gunners. <laughs> Imagine that, like the police just turn up in Fukui Prefecture and they're like, monkey busters, we need your help. <laughs> and they hop on the first train to Yamaguchi. But uh, only the monkey busters can solve this case. But uh, be careful. <laughs> Japanese macaques are pretty scary. Um, keep out their way. They are ruthless. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments and questions in this week's Fact Machine. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? We got a message from, uh, oh, Ian and Marika Forrest. Uh, Marika Forrest in Otley in uh, West Yorkshire. Hi, Chris Beats. Uh, Rian Ishida, uh, who was recently doing a live stream when he was stopped by a lady who demanded that he stopped his filming because she said he was a spy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rian Ishida, he's like, uh, I had a little Google of him, and he is a Japanese guy, I think, who just walks around having a lovely old time. I think he uh, he's, oh. he's, he's relatively popular. Have a look. He's, he's, he's good. He, he just does live streams, and he just uh, rolls around uh, Japan. Uh, have you ever been challenged in such a way while out filming on the streets of Japan, and how would you handle it? All the best from Ian and Marika Forrest in Otley, West Yorkshire. Have you ever been told to buck up your ideas and stop all that filming on the street, Chris? I'm going to look into this. <laughs> he, how would he be a spy? Isn't he Japanese? The honest well, yeah. You know, well, yeah, well, it'd be a... crazy. <laughs> Honestly, I, uh, I mean, when I was did a, I did a video with um, uh, stream with Sea Dog voice actor and uh, Premier Two, not yeah, Premier was... One, as Pete Donaldson calls it. <laughs> to be fair, Premier One, Premier Two. Do you know I've spent so long? He's <laughs> I spent so long not just bugging him about PlayStation Five, but trying to rebrand his channel so it doesn't sound like a bloody credit card company. <laughs> um, but we were doing the stream in um, Golden Guy, and right at the end of the stream, it was a really fun stream. Uh, right at the end, we were just sort of wrapping up, and this kind of drunk woman, probably in her forties, came over and just started harassing us to stop All filming. Right. She was like. Ooh. Golden guy, no filming. No, it was in Japanese. She was speaking in Japanese, but she was like, "Golden guy, no, no filming. No, you break the rules. No filming." We're like, "Yeah, yeah, we carry master. Okay, yeah," and we just kept walking. And she was like, "No, no, no filming." And we would, we had left Golden Guy at this point. We're like a hundred yards away, still doing the stream, and she was still harassing us. And I was losing my shit because I was like tired, and we all were. Um, but luckily, or weirdly, at that point in the stream, Connor's 
camera like cut out uh so you can't actually see this footage you can just see uh, like like white noise and just occasionally hear me being like yeah 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 whatever and like being angry um <laughs> honestly what a load of nonsense you're not allowed to take photos and videos and golden guy supposedly uh, okay right it's Why? annoying i don't know yeah well there's not that many i don't think i even saw any fo- like uh signs saying no photos how can you like it's the most picturesque, cool-looking place in Japan. Of course, people are going yeah. to want to take a photo. I guess you don't I've, want people. So I guess you don't want people kind of just just the whole street being full, filled with uh, people just having a you know filming and, and doing. Yeah, and that. true. Though, though, I, I again, like you say, I don't remember seeing any signs. So why? I, so why don't we see these people sort of filming around? Because people don't usually. They usually you know, push the envelope as much as they can. <laughs> I think is that she was picking on us as well because there were other people taking photos and videos but she sort of picked mm. on us. But to her credit, she was phenomenally drunk and very annoying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but that was the only time I think it's happened. The only time I've been like really properly challenged. Other than that, everyone's always really nice about filming. Oh, there is a funny, I think there's a, a funny clip in a video once I did with Charlotte. We went to Kanazawa Fish Market and Charla was filming in front of this like grocery, little grocery stall, grotty stall that yeah. sold uh, wasabi. And the uh, old woman just came out and just prodded her from behind and was like, hot oi there, like, go away. Oh. And uh, that was pretty good. That was, that was quality, quality <laughs> moment. Other than that, you're all good. Uh, Olivia says, dear Chris and Pete, greetings from Stockholm. Hope you're both well. I love to go running. And I would like to continue while we're in Japan. How safe is it for a woman to run alone in Tokyo or other places around the country? All the best to you both, Olivia. Um, I mean, I'm not a woman. I'm not qualified to tell you this. Uh, I think Japan is very safe, but the the, the place where things go wrong is typically on trains. Um, <clears throat> there was a clip <throat> this week of a, a female foreign girl on a train, I think in Osaka, and some drunk, weird guy dressed uh, as a pilot touching her hair, and that right. caused quite a stir. He, he was also drunk. Everyone seems to be drunk. What's going on? But he was, like, touching her, and right. she had a go at him. Her and her friends were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he was like, this is Japan, and being, like, really racist, just to just finish off the list of twatty things to do, hmm. sexually assault someone, and then be racist. The big two. But... Uh, yeah, trains are the only place, I think, the, the place where you've got to really watch out for. Mm. Um, I know a lot of people that have had, had sort of groping issues on trains, particularly busy trains. So, yeah, other than that, though, I think safe to jog outside, and I I feel a lot safer in Japan at night than I ever would yeah. walking the streets of London or just about any city in Europe. Any thoughts there, Pete? Do you feel safe? Are you safe <laughs> when I'm jogging around? I actually, yeah, I actually considered... So I've not really been able to be outside much recently. About 11 o'clock last night, I was like, oh, maybe I could do a little jog around. Maybe I could have Ooh. a little jog around the place. Didn't do it. Went Good to bed. I went to buy some um, training shoes because my knees are absolutely buggered. So I was like, look, I need to ship, ship the weight a little bit, but the only way I'm going to do it is by upping. I'm, I, I, I'm trying my best to um, reduce my calorific content, but I, yeah. I also need to do a bit of fucking exercise here and there. I'm playing football a couple of times a week, but I need to sort of fill in the gaps by um, 
have a run around or whatever. So that's just something that I'm going to have to come to terms with, even though I find running and jogging fucking boring and intensely yeah. un, 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 unacceptable to my body's needs and wants and desires. Yeah. And uh, so I went to get some uh, trainers. <clears throat> went to this uh, training uh, chew shop in uh, Southend and, <laughs> oh, fuck me, this guy was mad. He was like, uh, there was like just the front door was just like low. It looked like a normal runner's shop where I presume you buy runner's shoes. Um, mm. And and it just had like loads of A4 sheets of paper with handwritten notes saying, ring the doorbell, ring the doorbell, ring the doorbell, ring the doorbell. Do not come in, ring the doorbell. So, All right, mate. What? Cool. So I ring the doorbell. He opens up. He insists on me putting a mask on. Now, this is so rare. Like He's got, he's got these masks and he gives you a mask. Um, it is so uh- rare to have anyone insist on masks like you don't even need them in the hospitals mm, now mm, like we just don't yeah, do it yeah. anymore like and so we've got these masks on and um so, he, so i put this mask on and he and he gives me a pair of and he's just like this weird kind of like hermit man who's like uh who's got his uh it, it gives me a pair of socks and he and he's sort of like he's alone in this thing and he's barricaded the door with his stick and so i bought, I bought some the... traders in the end but it was, it was just a very it was not what i was expecting for a runner's a running shop, effectively. How did you find this place? I, I just went. I just went on Google Maps and typed "running, <laughs> running stuff." Give me some yeah. running stuff. <laughs> it sounded like he was running away from something. Honestly, <laughs> off the grid man. Bloody hell! That's not I what like you it. expect to uh, to find when you go to buy some trainers. Very intense. God forbid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I share your sentiments on running. You don't need to get fit. You're a Oh, thanks, fit man. young man. Cheers, man. I very kind certainly do, especially <laughs> after the UK, my three kilogram increase. But I, I have been running recently. I'll get into it into next week's podcast. I'll talk about my fitness regime uh, or regimen. Is regime the wrong words? It is, isn't it? <laughs> Chris's fitness regime. Sounds like a dictatorship that puts an emphasis on low obesity rates. Uh, we've got one here from Andrew. He said, hello, cat-like Chris and purring Pete. <laughs> Have either of you heard of the upcoming game Stray? It releases next week on the 19th. Uh, that's today for PS4 and 5 and PlayStation. I'm sorry, I'm PC. It looks like all the glory of Neon Knights in Tokyo mixed with the simple enjoyment of exploring as a feline friend. Uh, your friend in New England, Andrew from Massachusetts. You know, I've actually seen this game. Um, uh, it looks really good. It's just, I think mm. if it's the game I'm thinking of, it's the one where you just play as a cat and you just sort of walk around a futuristic dystopian like Blade Runner-esque It's right up place. your street, mate. It's right. I mean, I mean, I have to say, if you're playing uh, Cyberpunk, it's, it's it's right up your street. Is it out yet? Is it actually... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. It, it literally said in the... It, I mean, very specific. It releases next week on the... It's today. Oh, my God, it's today. Chris, it's today. Oh, my God. We're recording this on the night. For? Oh, my God. What are we waiting for? And uh, Stop the recording. It looks very pretty. Um, when, where was this made? Blue 12 Studios. Right, I'm going to check with this in... Uh, Massachusetts, because <laughs> there's very specific details about when it's coming out. There's a really great game coming out. Well, there's a really great game, play. actually. Oh. It's on PlayStation 5. I wouldn't know, Andrew. I, no. I don't have one. I'll have oh, to play it on my humble God. PlayStation 4. I've got one. Don't use it, mate. Don't oh. worry about it. <laughs> what do you mean you don't use it? Don't Give it to it, me. I've got, I'm Give kind of in a position where they only get, like... I played uh, a game called uh, McPixel uh, last <laughs> week, and um, I play it on my computer in the cabin, and that's the place to play video games. So I've got a nice, like, widescreen monitor and stuff, but I spend all my day working there, so I, at the end of the day, I don't really want to go and sit, sit out there when my partner's in, and, and the dogs are in the house. 
But then the front room, I've tried sort of remote playing Steam stuff on the telly, but the, the angle of the telly doesn't work for me. And then the television upstairs, in I've got oh. the PlayStation hooked up to in the bedroom. It's like, that's kind of not, the telly's too far away. So I can't, I don't want to get watch something. Oh. I don't want to play something really immersive. So I'm, I'm just giving myself massive excuses not to play video games because I've got that sort of age where I'd rather spend three hours reading about video games and watching YouTubes about video games uh, during the day. And then uh, at the end of it, not actually experience any other fuckers myself. But McPixel... <laughs> Uh, little kind of vignette kind of um, uh, Wario kind, WarioWare kind hmm. of games. Um, that's a bit of fun if you like r- totally random experiences. Uh, but Stray your, looks, it looks beautiful. I mean, it does look absolutely rant. stunning. Just turning into Pete Donaldson's first world problems. Oh, my TV screen's oh, too big. It just looks so I know. good. I know. I sound like an absolute prick. And I'm, I'm probably going to str- slag off Stray because cats leave me slightly cold. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you need to give in. I think you need to make a charitable donation to abroad Japan and yeah. give me the PlayStation 5. It's my 10-year anniversary in Japan in a week or two. And what better way than to ship your PlayStation 5 unplayed, never used in a box <laughs> I mean, A, you could easily walk in any hard off and they'll have a PlayStation, $200 over the odds, fair play. You get one yourself anytime you want. Why don't I just Too ship much. you my controller and you can play it remote play? You can do it over the internet. <laughs> can I do that? Can you actually take you the can, controller? And... You? I think you can. I think you can do it well, over, I think you've uh, just over made 4G. Up. You've I made think that you up. can. I think you can. Cod's wallop. <laughs> Either way, I will get my PlayStation 5 to celebrate my 10 years in Japan. I'll buy one. I don't know how, I have to, how I'm going to get one. I still mm. can't believe they don't bloody sell them anywhere. Like you, you just can't find them in Japan at the moment. They're selling, I think you can find them in America, even in the UK. I don't know why I didn't think about this before I came back. Yeah. Uh, they would have got lost in luggage probably, knowing my luck. I still can't believe Trash Taste haven't got their $30,000 of camera equipment back from Heathrow and Aer Lingus. So... Probably a good idea not to bring it anyway, but I'll, I will I will track one down. <laughs> mm. If the two Pete's, what is it with Pete's letting you down, not giving you your PlayStation? I ain't promise you anything. I ain't promising you anything, brother. You ain't getting nothing right. from me. You get an hour of my time every week, <laughs> and I, that's more than anyone gets. <laughs> I hope I can be pleasantly get. surprised. I'll be pleasantly <laughs> surprised next week and open my mailbox and find a big bulky PlayStation Five signed by Pete Donaldson <laughs> with a package of games from all the games companies he works for. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com guys. We'll be back later in the week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, every self a good few days and we'll see you right back here do it all over again on the Broad Japan podcast bye for now alright Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 